Hello and welcome to the Faith in Manchester podcast. This is episode seven of the Faith in Manchester podcast. My name's Wayne Clark. I'm your host on Faith in Manchester podcast, uh, the news editor at faithinmanchester.org and the pastor at Trinity Baptist Church in Manchester. Faith in Manchester podcast is part of faithinmanchester.org. We have uh, the website and we're busy on social media. Do check us out and have a look at everything else that we do. And as you're listening to this, I do encourage you to subscribe to the Faith in Manchester podcast wherever you found this podcast so that you're updated on future episodes. It's good to be with you. Today on the Faith in Manchester podcast, we're looking at the work and ministry of Manchester Inspirational Voices, Manchester's best known gospel choir and one of the best community choirs in the country. They won the BBC Songs of Praise Gospel Choir of the Year competition in 2016. And although they're constantly changing and adapting because they have new members all the time, they try to keep their standards high all the time. All their music is Christian in content and many of the members see the choir as a Christian ministry. They've just announced their Christmas concert for 2019. We'll take them back to the Bridgewater Hall, one of Manchester's premier venues. And that's going to be on Monday, December the 16th, 2019, when their guest soloist will be Manchester's own J.P. Cooper. So that sounds like it's going to be an amazing concert. Uh, So I'm going to be speaking to the choir about that concert, amongst other things. For this podcast, I spoke to various members of the choir, but first of all, I spoke to their director, Wayne Ellington, who's better known these days for his solo work and appearance on The Voice on the telly. Here he is. It's now my pleasure to speak to Wayne Ellington at Manchester Inspirational Voices. Wayne, you're the choir director, but also the founder of this choir. How did it all come about in the first place? First of all, thank you for having me. Okay. When I first came to Manchester, I felt that there was lacking something, a sense of community, not just a black community, not just a white community, not just an Asian or Jewish community, you know, a collective. And so I wanted to find a way to contribute to that and um, I looked at what I was able to do, what I had in my hands and what my experiences, having lived in London um, and experienced all of you know, the community singing. I thought, well, it would be great to have something here in Manchester that I can contribute to and allow others to share in that, um, in that vision. And we started at, um, at Zion Art Centre. I kept putting chairs out, you know, <laughs> putting out 20 chairs and so on. It was only just 12 people for quite a long time. Um, but my vision was always to expect a greater sound, but not just a greater sound, a greater body of people, different people from different backgrounds, all ages. Anyone can come and join. Don't have to have experience of singing. And that was all in my head. And I didn't know how it was going to come about. But as long as I had turned up um, every week, then I knew it would work. What is gospel? The gospel is a style of music, it's tradition, it's something to do with the words as well. What's the essence of gospel for you? The essence of gospel for me is about the redemption of Jesus Christ. It's about hope, it's about inspiration, it's about love and joy, um, but also about how we dedicate our lives to someone who gave his life for us. That for me is the gospel. 
when it comes to gospel music, it's developed as a style. Um, however, I like to stay true to what gospel music is about because without gospel lyrics, you just have different genres of music. The lyrics play a massive part in gospel music, um, but also you have instrumentalists who are gospel musicians who play from a particular place and you can feel and have a good sense of someone who might be playing um, Amazing Grace in the style of jazz or playing the old rugged cross in the style of, you know, of, of the hymns as, as it were. So, you know, the intention of the individual, you'll know where that person's heart is and the intention of their heart. So gospel is wrapped up in all of that. But it's also about the sound in Manchester Inspiration Voices. You've got different hearts, and you've got believers and you've got non-believers from the Christian faith. But I do think that when they understand or get a glimpse of what the songs are about, it becomes something new for them. And they might not want to admit it or they might not admit it, but they do feel something and they do sense something. As you say, all sorts of people join MIV, different backgrounds, different yeah. races. Also, uh, there's no auditions. People yeah. can turn up and sing. That's right. How do you as the director handle that when there's all sorts of people with different experience and musical ability? I handle that in the same way when people come to me with wounds. I don't push them away. And Jesus didn't push them away. He either healed them, gave them a word so that they can think about things themselves or spend time with them. Um, so people who come here, I just, you know, I, I don't know what stories people have in the background. They might just come either just to learn how to sing better. They might come just to hear something that can heal themselves or something that they can find inspiration from, uh, all sorts of different reasons. So when folks come to the choir and tell me I can't sing, you know, and I'm like, well, you're here to sing, so therefore you can, you know. My motto is then, you know, everyone can sing, you know, whether you have a voice to, to say hello, to sing happy birthday to someone, or to congratulate someone on whatever occasion, to tell someone off, you have a voice. So as long as you have an audible sound, you have ability to sing. You just need to find ways to connect the way that you sound, that connect your voice to your mind, to your ears, to your voice. You know, and then you create magic. <laughs> Obviously, performance is part of it as well. It's not just for the choir members, it's yeah. for those who are going to hear you. You've got yes. a CD coming out later in the year and yes. singing at the Bridgewater Hall for your mm. Christmas concert. That's right. What are you trying to get over to audiences who hear you? I don't really have a specific story to, to give to people. But I just know that once we turn up and just allow got to do whatever he needs to do in that moment. And the reason why I take that approach is because if I have an expectation of the way that I want to see it done, the way I want to hear it sung or said, um, all these different things, then I might be disappointed because it might turn out that everyone's enjoying themselves and enjoying hearing the choir and the choir is enjoying singing to folks, but it might not be to how I envisaged it. So therefore I leave it all open. So I prepare the choir for an event like this to add an element, a really nice element of performance, nothing overdone, nothing underexpressed, but just a joyful way where they sing from the heart. Everything's intentional. The intention is someone, one or two or three people in that massive audience will be touched. 
by what it presented. And so that's where my mind's at. And no doubt everyone will enjoy themselves because my job is to prepare everyone for a massive event like our Christmas concert and for those in our audience to be open as well. And I will never know what individuals in the audience need. But what I do know, they'll receive something because God will work in their lives in the way that I never will be able to. We are a vehicle for God to be able to do what he'd have us do in that time. So our preparation here in choir rehearsals are very important, very, very important for us to ensure that our mindset is in a good place, not just for performance, but spiritually as well, so that we can be on one accord, tune in, then later on I'll hear about conversations that individuals of the choir will be having with each other, um, experiences that they've had whenever we go on different trips. It's moving. It moves me. I just never know what God is doing in people's life, and I don't have to know. But I just turn up. I'm just compelled to be here every week to know that God's doing something in someone's life. And I think I take it very seriously sometimes. Sometimes I take it very personal. So when someone's going on holiday, I'm like, I am really going to miss you not being here, you know? I just encourage you all to be very open and to come with a sense, a good sense of enjoyment and a good sense of openness because that Christmas concert is going to be uh, another spectacular. I know it and I feel it, yeah. Wayne, any concert which you are directing does turn out to be an experience yeah. with, with surprise elements and unexpected <laughs> elements as well as the carefully crafted and rehearsed yeah. parts as well. So uh, we're all looking forward to that. Wayne, thank you for your time today and so for all that you do for MIV and for the whole of the, the, the community in Manchester. Thank you. My thanks to Mr. Wayne Ellington, the inspirational leader of Manchester Inspirational Voices. Several of the choir members told me what the choir means to them. My name's Marie. I've been in the choir for about nearly four years. At first when I came, I thought it was just an outlet to for me to try and sing, because I don't believe I've got a voice. But as time went by, it was more something that the choir gave to me than me giving out. It's quite strange to, to be feeling really tired all day and to, to come to choir and thinking of your bed. But then you just seem to wake up and I go home and I am full of choir and songs and then I can't get to sleep at all. Being a gospel choir, everything the choir sings is an expression of Christian faith. Is that important to you? Very important. I've always said since I joined the choir that I felt that God was giving us everything we needed to go out and to give other people uh, a taste of gospel and to show them what gospel means in our lives. And I think that's happened. I think we've had opportunities that we would never have had if we weren't all gospel-minded. So, yeah, it's really important. And you were part of the choir when the choir won the Songs of Praise Gospel Choir of the Year competition. How was that? Fantastic. And I felt I had an insight that even when we were told initially that we were going to be going into it, I felt immediately we're going to win. 
And I tried to persuade a few people, but they weren't having it. But I was right. Well, God was right anyway. <laughs> yeah. I'm Tracy Best. I was in quite a bad place when I joined this choir. I actually knew one of the choir members, so I'd seen two of the concerts. I'd seen um, the Christmas concert at Bridgewater Hall two years ago, and then I saw the Gospel Weekend concert. The job that I do meant that I dealt with the arena attack in Manchester, which I came to realise had very badly affected me. And when I'd watched the uh, choir in concert, I thought, they're all shapes, sizes, colours, backgrounds, and not one of them wasn't smiling. And I thought, I need some of that in my life. My job's quite um, a sad job, really, and it's, it's quite easy to think there are no good people in the world, but this choir has shown me that is absolutely not true. And now the choir's preparing for Bridgewater Hall this year. What will it mean to you to be part of that and sing at Bridgewater Hall? That will be phenomenal. I thought the Royal Northern last year was something else, but having seen the choir perform at Bridgewater Hall and to have the opportunity to sing alongside this amazing choir family will just, um, it will just be something else. I can't wait. Can't wait. Hi, my name's Jules, and I've been in MIV for about a year now. I actually come quite a long way in into Manchester to to get to choir. The reason I started with choir was because I love gospel music. I'd heard about the way that Wayne Ellington teaches gospel music in MIV. I came along for a trial about a year ago today, really, and uh, loved the sound of the choir in rehearsals. It was just so bright and uplifting and very full and, and strong because there were so many people in it. You can't help but feel the music when you sing. You cannot help but feel inspired to go out and take the messages of the songs to other people. That is why I love MIV. Since I've joined, I've been on two or three trips away with choir. Those things have not only extended my social life, but they've also brought me a real much closer personal connection with God through the music. So it's really enhanced my spiritual relationship with with my creator. MIV has been a gift to me. And for anybody who would be thinking of joining or come along, please do come along. Give it a try. There's a very good chance that it will change your life. Because the music is gospel. The words are Christian words. Is that important to you? Well, it means that the literal translation of it is good news, isn't it? And, of course, there's good news in the music. But the thing about the choir is that being part of it is, is, is good news in itself. And that's what people find when they come here. It's like finding another family. Uh, and it's a family that can help you on your spiritual journey. And it's, it's a family that gives you hope and, and give, restores your faith in, in other human beings, really. If you've, if you've had a bad week or you're going through a, a difficult time in your personal life, just coming along here, it's like a panacea. It's a spiritual panacea, singing gospel music in MIV. Absolutely life-changing, an amazing thing to have in your life. And tickets are now on sale for the Christmas concert at Bridgewater Hall. Why should people buy tickets and come along to that? Even if you can't join the choir, you will get to feel the spirit of what MIV is about. You'll get to feel the spirit of the music and the way it's interpreted by the choir, which is something else. So please, even for those of you who say you don't like gospel music, if you come along... I'm not saying that you'll love gospel music forever and ever and ever, but you will certainly have a very different understanding and appreciation of it uh, by the way the choir puts it across. Well, my name's Geraldine, and I've been in the choir about 10 years, so a long time. I really enjoy the choir. I love everybody 
in the choir. They're all they're like a big family, and uh, over those years, I've seen people in that choir just grow and grow. It just gets better and better. I think singing brings out all the joy I have inside. I know there's been several moments over the, those years when I've just had this tremendous feeling of contentment and uh, fulfilment and it's quite often been when we've I've been with members of the choir or we've been singing something in particular or we've been in a certain place and it's just moved me. I'm Angie Arnold and I've been involved with the choir for three years now. And what do you get out of the choir Angie what does it mean to you? It means everything it's a second family it's support it's stress busting it's inspirational it's helped me an awful lot it is a gospel choir does that make all the difference for you yes i think so i mean having been brought up a strict catholic i kind of kind of lapsed i definitely lapsed um even though it's the faith has been in the background this is bringing it out more and seeing it in a much more holistic way i suppose i still don't go to church but i certainly believe i see good in people I see wonders in the universe brilliant it's lovely it's awesome and you're a songwriter yourself aren't you well yes I've been uh, had the privilege of having my lyrics put to song by Wayne but uh, yes yes that has been a real privilege and yes (laughs) hello I'm Annabelle I've been with the choir this September coming will be six years I was looking for a choir to sing at my wedding but when I came to a rehearsal I found out it was a community choir. I immediately fell in love. I just felt this was... I'd come home. Did the choir sing at your wedding then? Yes, they did. (laughs) And it was fantastic. (laughs) How is the choir for you an expression of faith? It's everything. And I know other people might have said the same thing. It is an expression of joy, but it is also an expression of what God's given me. And I just try to give a little bit of it back through singing but through gospel singing and this is just the perfect safe environment that you feel that you're surrounded with people that care for you and want you to progress and do well and and just sing God's glory in the music. The choir has an opportunity to perform even at the Bridgewater Hall this Christmas and tickets are on sale now. Why should people buy tickets for that? Because it will be an experience that can't be put into words, that you have to be there in in the presence to actually feel the energy, the love, the the, the spirit of the season and also the joy that we will exuberate. This is the Faith in Manchester podcast with me, Wayne Clark, and today I've been meeting Manchester Inspirational Voices, one of our region's best community choirs and a gospel choir who sing about matters of faith. Their Christmas concert is at the Bridgewater Hall. It's called Joy, a Christmas Celebration 3. It's on on Monday the 16th of December 2019. You can get your tickets from the Bridgewater Hall and those tickets are on sale now. Uh, They're going to be performing with various guests, including their guest soloist, J.P. Cooper. If you haven't heard of him, look at his music as well. It's well worth finding out about. He is a, a very big name singer and songwriter and worth checking out. 
This is the Faith in Manchester podcast with me, Wayne Clark. Thanks for listening today. Do have a look at previous episodes of the Faith in Manchester podcast. Our heart is to showcase the best of what's going on within the Christian community in Greater Manchester to show people that the church in Manchester is alive and well. Do also have a look at our website, faithinmanchester.org. Please do also like us on Facebook. We're active on Facebook and Twitter. You can also find us on Insta and various other places if you look hard enough. If you want to uh, support us, please do get in touch with us. Also, there's an email address that you can find. And do please subscribe to this podcast. And if you want to put any comments about us in any places where you can review podcasts, that would be most appreciated. My name's Wayne Clark, your host on the Faith in Manchester podcast. For now, thanks for listening. Look out for the next episode. For me, it's goodbye and God bless.